the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy, uh, possibly Frog Voice McGee. Uh, <laughs> I, I woke up on a Tuesday morning. After I'd been up late, uh, we just had a, a grandbaby born last night, and I realized, oh my gosh, no podcast. So this is uh, just about the first talking I've done today, so I apologize for uh, the voice if it's a little bit more croaky, uh, unless you like that kind of thing. If you're into the frogs, uh, well then, you know, there you go. I'm your man. Uh, we are uh, the Mess It Up podcast, and we like to have fun on this show, and one of the things we like to do is... We like to have a word of the week. So our word of the week this week is comport. And uh, to comport is to behave um, well, uh, to do what is expected or proper. Um, uh, You might hear people say they comported themselves well uh, when uh, they were uh, asked questions or whatever. So um, hopefully we are able to comport ourselves in a decent fashion throughout this show. Hopefully you're able to comport yourself well today during uh, your day, whatever that happens to be, if it's work or driving or just uh, sitting with a friend having a cup of coffee and a conversation, that would be uh, a great thing. So give yourself 10 points every time you're able to use that word comport in your sentences. Bonus points are comportment. I mean, important. Uh, So anyhow, um, today... We are going to be looking at uh, some interesting things, I hope. A little sip of tea there for me. And uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, the labels and the names that we get. Um, and one of the labels that this show has is listener-supported. Uh, we are 100% listener-supported. And that means that you folks who are listening... Uh, and generous people who uh, who who want to support the ministry uh, donate to messed up ministries to keep this show going. So, what does that donation get for you? What does that What does your donation do? Well, your donation allows us to do things like the messed up ministries building, which uh, our Nehemiah project has officially begun. We have officially started working on the building. Uh, went in yesterday and got um, all the table or the pews out of the building, and we'll be delivering those to a guy who uh, is interested in them. We put in some chairs. Uh, we are going to be having our ribbon uncutting ceremony on July first, uh, and you know you always see these ribbon cutting ceremonies when business is open. And since we are closing the doors for a little bit of the building so that we can remodel it. we decided it'd be fun to have a ribbon uncutting ceremony. So if you are in Ridgecrest, July 1st, uh, probably sometime uh, in the late morning, early afternoon, we're going to be having a ribbon uncutting ceremony down at the Mum Building uh, on the corner of Ridgecrest Boulevard in Norma. So come check that out uh, if you want to have a little bit of fun with us doing that. Uh, But um, your donations go to um, help people get into the prison um, as missionaries and ministers to deliver the gospel to the men and women in our prison system and then to help their families um, adjust while they're not with them. Um, we're trying to make fertile ground when those inmates do come home 
So we are helping out people in any variety of ways to make all of that uh, kind of stuff happen. <clears throat> Pardon the pause. I, I just got a picture of my, my brand new grandson. He was 20 inches, 7 pounds, 11 ounces. I don't have a name on him yet. They haven't sent me a name, but they they uh, they sent me the deets on that. So that's, uh, that's awesome. He looks absolutely awesome, as little kids do. So anyhow, um, we really appreciate your uh, your faithful giving to the ministry. If you would like to become a giver, part of the Nehemiah Project, oh, it says they haven't decided on a name yet. Uh, so uh, if you want to become part of the Nehemiah Project and give to Messed Up Ministries, it's as simple as sending a text. Text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. And uh, they'll uh, take care of your, your, your giving information there at our text-to-give um, service. And you can become part of our Nehemiah Project and just help us out doing all these awesome things. It does say, uh, you know, in, in Hebrews, it says, remember those in prison. And uh, we want to make sure that we're doing that because... <clears throat> Those people are important uh, as well, and uh, but for the grace of God, it could be any of us, and um, for some of us, it has been some of us, uh, and, and we've appreciated those people who came in and helped us, so uh, that's all we're going to do for, uh, for commercials. Uh, right now, we will go ahead and get on with the show. So <clears throat> I was thinking the other day about the fact that Satan labels me, but God names me. Satan gives me labels that he wants me to think. The world will tell me what I am, but God names me. And in Celebrate Recovery, we introduce ourselves all the time, and and we don't identify with our hurts, our hangups, and our habits. We don't identify with our addictions or our past. I tell my guys in the prison, look, you don't want to be labeled as a prisoner. You want to you know, be known as your name, who you are. So people will often uh, act as agents of Satan and give us labels. They'll take the worst thing that we've done and let that be who we are. And I'm air quoting the word are. And it really isn't who we are. I'm not the worst thing that I've done. You are not the worst thing that you've done. You know, I tell people all the time, I've, I, I had a hamburger for lunch, but that didn't make me a hamburger. Um, it's, it's just something that I did. And people don't tend to like to name us and label us for the best things we've done, uh, unless we're, you know, mega famous for doing something really good. You know, you get like your mother Teresa's, but even the, when people do something good, you know, human nature is we like to put people on pedestals and then tear them down once they get comfortable up there. Because something in us wants people to not do as well as they're doing. So uh, how does that happen? Who um, who gets to decide what we're called and how we're called and, and how do we listen? The, um, the fact that Satan is behind this, I have no doubt of. The fact that it's a an evil tendency to me is obvious. 
but it's something that goes on. You know, we we had on our work, uh, song of the week at some point uh, back in the past here. Uh, I know I did. I think it was probably really early on in um, the uh, the show that we did the song Redeemed by uh, Big Daddy Weave. Um, and uh, it has a line in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was show 203 that we did Redeemed. Um, it has a line in it that says, in the second verse, it says, All of my life I have been called unworthy, named by the voice of my shame and regret. And when I sing that song on a Friday night or in the prison, I hear the... Um, I hear the, the, the sorrow in those lyrics. I hear the regret of buying into that lie. I hear my own voice in those lyrics. And I've been there. I've allowed other people to tell me what I am, to label me, to label me as a felon, to label me as all these negative things that they like me to be. And by accepting when they say it and just putting my head down and and accepting the guilt and shame and, and negativity, I've allowed them to be right. And that's just an awful thing to think about, that, that we let these people who have no good meaning towards us, no good feeling towards us, no good intention toward us, we allow them to decide and determine and declare who and what we are, not just to us, but to the world. And people will, will treat us accordingly based on the label that we have assumed. When I'm sitting at Starbucks, got my shirt on, my bow tie on, I've got on slacks, nice shoes, my hair is combed, maybe have on a hat. I'm I'm not gonna say well groomed, but I'm I'm I look decent. People will come up and talk to me. They will be deferential toward me because I've got a little gray in my beard and my hair, so I'm a little bit older. They might open a door for me. They call me sir. Because the label I'm wearing is that bow tie. And so they just assume, oh, this is a, a decent guy. He's wearing a tie. He must be important. He's wearing a bow tie. That's different. Not a lot of people wear a bow tie. Interesting. But when I was wearing my state-issued clothing as an inmate, I didn't get that kind of deferential treatment. I was, you know, scum of the earth to a lot of the people that were in charge of my life. Because of the label. Because of the assumption of what it is. Um, 
people don't want to be around certain kinds of people. If they don't know that you're that person, they'll just be there. You hear it all the time with uh, when when somebody goes on a a rampage. They'll talk to the neighbors. Wow, he seemed like a quiet guy. He didn't seem that way. Well, well, what does that way seem? Because the the fact of the matter is, we're not doing our worst thing all the time. For most of us, there are some people who do a whole lot of evil, you know, a lot of the time. But but for most of us, these are incidents that occur, and it's not what happens every day, all day in our lives. And people will just look at what they've seen, and that will be the label. I have a family member that gets labeled as funny and cute all the time by strangers. The people that know this person know that they are typically a lot more mean and vindictive. Because that's what we've seen. But the fact of the matter is this this person who can be mean and vindictive can also be funny and cute and charming at times. This is the label that we want to give to people. And why do we want to give that person that label? We want to know how we should treat them, I think. We want to know how other people should treat We want people to know how they should treat that person. And I'm guilty of it. I do it a lot. If you walk up to the hot dog truck and you're wearing uh, a shirt or a sweatshirt or, or hat or whatever that represents a sports team that I like, there's a possibility I might buy you lunch. If you're wearing one that I I dislike, there's a strong possibility I'll give you a ration of garbage and close the window in your face. Just last week, a person walked up in um, Anaheim Ducks sweatshirt. And I said, Anaheim Ducks, huh? They're like, yeah. I said, okay. And I closed the window in their face and walked away. Now, Kimberly opened the window back up and took the order. But we do things like this. I do things like this. I, I, I can't sit here and say, oh, it's bad that we do it. It's bad that it's done. And, and you know, just talk about they. I, I need to use that word I. I do this. I label people. And when I label people, I am acting as an agent of evil. When I'm labeling them in a negative way. It's not awesome. (laughs) It's not cool. It's not good. It's not how I want to be known as a labeler. So I guess there's some things I need to do, and we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. But right now what I want to do is I want to give us a song of the week. This is from uh, We Are Messengers and Josh Baldwin. This song is called God You Are. So I'm going to play about 90 seconds of it. We'll be back on the other side to talk about what God does for us and how we can get away from this labeling thing. But right now, here's We Are Messengers and Josh Baldwin with God You Are. When I was young, you called my name I tried to run, but still you came And you stepped into the dark Cause that's just the kind of God you are 
When heaven seems beyond my reach You still see eternity in me You're turning ashes into art Cause that's just the kind of God you are It's in the empty tomb It's on the rugged cross Your death-defying love Is written in your scars You'll never quit on me You'll always hold my heart Cause that's the kind of God you are You gave me freedom from my sin You told me I could start again And there you have it, another one of those messed up uh, (laughs) ministries, mess it up podcast kind of moments where um, I take something at uh, the moment when I decide I'm going to record a show, pick a a topic, drop it into a pre-decided order on all of my songs, and what happens at the beginning of this song is the lyrics. When I was young, you called my name. (laughs) I love it when that happens. Uh, So anyhow, We Are Messengers um, is, uh, is, I love love anybody who sings with an accent for one thing. Um, And and We Are Messengers gives us that that accent. Uh, But this song is uh, just really cool and and mellow. I love the line, when heaven seems beyond my reach, you still see eternity in me. You turning ashes into art because that's just the kind of God you are. And our God is amazing. We were reading in um, my class last night at the prison about God. We we do verses. And so um, whatever the day is, we take that day and, and we find a verse along that line. So for instance... Uh, when this song comes out, or in this chapter, this chapter, when this podcast comes out, uh, it's May sixteenth. So that's five sixteen. So uh, we we take a five sixteen verse. You know, pick a, a book, go to chapter five, look at verse sixteen. What's that verse? And and one of the verses that was presented was one that you know was an Old Testament verse, and from Ezekiel, uh, it was Ezekiel five fifteen. And God is a God of wrath. God is not to be trifled with. God lets us know and know in certain terms, if you ain't with me, you will suffer. And that's not the experience that I have with God because I wasn't with God and he reached me and saved me, turned my ashes into something beautiful, created this whole messed up ministries thing. And it's it's not something I would be doing if I hadn't made such a huge mess of my life. I did not comport myself well uh, in in uh, previous times, and God was able to take that and say, "You know what, Paul, you have really botched this." But I know that's not who you are. I know that's not what you are. What I am is blessed and highly favored and my evidence for being blessed and highly favored is that God knows 
my name. God knows who I am. He knows the intricacies. He knows the backstory. He knows the stuff that hasn't happened yet. And he loves me. And he loves you. And he calls you son or daughter. I get used to listening to introductions in Celebrate Recovery. And I'll hear people say I'm a faithful Christian believer. And my wife the other day in the prison said, I am a daughter of the risen king. I'm a daughter of God. And and that's what she is because that's what God has said. And, and God knows her name too. And he knows your name. Whatever that is, God knows it. God loves it. God accepts it. God uses it to make somebody else better. The, the chorus in the song says, you gave me freedom for my sin. You told me I can start again. All the hurt is dead and gone. That's just good news. That's that's great news. That's news like you won the lottery and oh, by the way, here's your baby grandson. And isn't he a cutie pie? And he is. That's, that's what we need to be listening to. The voice of God calling our name. Not the enemy calling us names, but God calling our names. That's, that's the critical difference. Are people calling you a name or are they calling you your name? Are they calling you by name? And, and here's the thing. In order for people to call you by name, they need to know something about you. Someone needs to either have told them what your name is or typically it's that they have met and they know you and, and you learn names. It was always difficult uh, as a teacher in school. You know, you got to learn all these names. Working at Starbucks, we were expected to know customers by name. And I worked with some people who were great at it and, and I was one of the people that they would say I worked with a guy and he wasn't great at remembering names. It's not my superpower. But God knows my name because God has invested in me and taken the time to know me. And so he's decided I'm not felon to him. I'm not criminal. I'm not cheater. I'm not liar. I'm not herder, destroyer, ruiner, lawbreaker. I'm Paul. I'm his son. He's my papa. And I love that relationship. It was Mother's Day this last weekend, and my oldest grandson was hanging out with me. And here's this kid who's taller than me. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It took some time, but he's, he's taller than me. And he just loves me he, he he went down the hallway and he, you know wagged his finger at me to come back there because he wanted to tell me something funny he wanted to tell me a story he didn't want to tell in front of everybody else but he wanted to tell his papa that because he's just totally comfortable 
with his papa. If I go put my arm around Gabriel, Gabriel will put his arm around me. If I did it in public, he would do it back in public. If I did it in front of his friends, if I went up and put my arm around him, he would give me a hug in front of his friends because I am his papa and he loves me and I know his name. And he feels completely safe and completely comfortable because I've never betrayed that trust. I've always shown him love. And that's what God does for us. He knows our name. He calls us by name. And he renounces the label that the enemy through the world puts on us. He says, nope, it's not what that guy is. That guy is Paul. I love him. He is my property. He belongs in my camp. He's on my team. We play together and we make victories together. The name on the front of the shirt, the crest, the badge, it's God. That's how I want to be known. That's who I want to be called. Son of the Most High King. Highly favored, greatly blessed by God. That's me. That's you. That's all of us. So when the world is out there calling you names, when the world's out there throwing labels at you, because of your past, because of your actions, because of your addictions, because of your hurts and hangups, don't accept it. Look, people are wrong. When people are wrong, we can be graceful and say, oh, no, 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 sorry, that's not me. <laughs> that's, you got the wrong guy. I'm, I'm Paul, highly favored by God. That's, that's who you're talking to right now. You're not talking to, to Paul the felon. You're talking to Paul, the son of God. And, and how can I help you? I hope that you rename yourself something wonderful. The name that God has given you. I hope that that's what you go by and stop listening to those other labels that people want to put on you. That's my my desire for you. I think that's where I'm going to leave it today. A uh, reminder uh, that you can get a hold of me uh, by um, sending me an email at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. You can uh, send me a text or make a phone call to me. It's 760-608-1942. And uh, if you decide you want to become part of the Nehemiah Project and help fund our mission uh, in the prisons and uh, keep this podcast uh, going strong, uh, you can send uh, text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. That's 760-925-5722. And uh, go through all the rest of that. Um, I got big things coming for uh, Messed Up Ministries. I'm, I'm, I've got plans going. It, was, it felt so good to start working on the building yesterday. It's just like we've been, ha we've had the building now for almost half a year and we've just, you know, kind of marking time, uh, gathering up funds um, through your generous gifts uh, so that we can do these things in a, in a practical, pragmatic way. And um, people were ready. So thank you so much for those who have joined the team. For those of you who are, are thinking about it, I, you know, you can always, you know, give a one-time gift, 
or you know you can do the recurring gift and and if you decide it's it's not money that you want to spend you can cancel that gift at any time not a problem it's always the show is still always free all of our ministries are free to you it's it's a service that we do for god and i always say if it's god's will it's god's bill so he'll find he'll find someone else to to give the money but we do appreciate you so much for all that you do thanks for making it happen thanks for listening and we will see you next time we mess it up Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.